Well, it is uh, five minutes after eight. Apologies there. Seemingly we're having some trouble connecting to Rob Byrne. We'll try and bring you a traffic update at the bottom of the hour. Well, six minutes after eight, that means it's time for the forum update. And on the forum this morning, we explore a growing trend among black women and men um, that has surged in recent months both locally and internationally bleaching or skin lightening is the latest craze at the moment and we have lots of celebrities that have been linked or accused to have bleached their skin uh, to make their dark skin lighter and uh, some say more beautiful now although such skin enhancement is said to be dangerous to the human health people still opt to take the risks and one might wonder why but before we start and uh, before we speak to our guests let's just listen to this speech by actress film and music video director of dual kenyan and mexican citizenship lupita nyongo um, and this was a speech that was given on a black beauty at the essence black women awards i received a letter from a girl and i'd like to share just a small part of it with you dear lupita it reads i think you re- you're really lucky to be this black but yet this successful in hollywood overnight I was just about to buy Densha's whitenicious cream to lighten my skin when you appeared on the world map and saved me. My heart bled a little when I read those words. I could never have guessed that my first job out of school would be so powerful in and of itself and that it would propel me to be such an image of hope in the same way that the women of the color purple were to me. I remember a time when I too felt unbeautiful. I put on the TV and only saw pale skin. I got teased and taunted about my night-shaded skin. And my one prayer to God, the miracle worker, was that I would wake up lighter-skinned. The morning would come and I would be so excited about seeing my new skin that I would refuse to look down at myself until I was in front of a mirror because I wanted to see my fair face first. And every day I experienced the same disappointment of being just as dark as I had been the day before. I tried to negotiate with God. I told him I would stop stealing sugar cubes at night if he gave me what I wanted. I would listen to my mother's every word, sitting right there, and never lose my school sweater again if he just made me a little lighter. But I guess God was unimpressed with my bargaining chips because he never listened. (laughs) And when I was a teenager, my self-hate grew worse. As you can imagine, happens with adolescence. My mother reminded me often that she thought I was beautiful. But that was no consolation. She's my mother. Of course she's supposed to think I'm beautiful. And then Alec Weck came on the international scene. A celebrated model. She was dark as night. She was on all the runways and in every magazine and everyone was talking about how beautiful she was. Even Oprah called her beautiful. And that made it a fact. (laughs) I couldn't believe that people were embracing a woman who looked so much like me as beautiful. My complexion had always been an obstacle to overcome, and all of a sudden, Oprah was telling me it wasn't. It was perplexing, and I wanted to reject it because I had begun to enjoy the seduction of inadequacy. But a flower couldn't help but bloom inside me. When I saw Alec, I inadvertently saw a reflection of myself that I could not deny. Now. I had a spring in my step because I felt more seen, more appreciated by the faraway gatekeepers of beauty. But around me, the preference for light skin prevailed. To the beholders that I thought mattered, I was still unbeautiful. And my mother again would say to me, you can't eat beauty. It doesn't feed you. And these words played and bothered me. I didn't really understand them until finally I realized that beauty was not a thing that I could acquire or, or consume. It was something that I just had to be. And what my mother meant when she said, you can't eat beauty, was that you can't rely on how you look to sustain you. And so, I hope that my presence on your screens and in magazines may lead you, young girl, on a similar journey. That you will feel the validation of your external beauty, but also get to the deeper business of being beautiful inside. That, there is no shade in that beauty.
And that, of course, was uh, Kenyan-Mexican uh, actress Lupita Nyong'o uh, speaking at the Black Beauty um, Essence Women's Awards. And I must say, quite gripping stuff there. And it just raises so many questions, and which is exactly why we are having this discussion this morning. Growing up, um, you know, uh, uh, let me not say which decade, but growing up, and uh, before I even came onto the scene, I remember our parents and uh, the Escamels and the Ambies, and uh, I forget the others now, but you'll remind me, He-Man and Snow White and all these weird and wonderful potions that women would put on their faces. And all in an effort to look paler, because somehow we had come to associate beauty with being fairer skinned. And that is why I guess today, um, even after Michael Jackson, we still see people doing exactly the same thing. And what is, I suppose, more worrying is the fact that there seems to be an upsurge in this trend of people actually bleaching their skins to look beautiful as it were. Our guest this morning, um, musician and poet in studio here in Joburg with us, Nsiki Mazwai. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. And we also have in studio Manzi, uh, Mandy Gonzalez, who is the owner at Scar and Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Thanks for coming in as well. Welcome. Thank you. And on the line, uh, last but n- by no means least, Chanel Thomas, who is the owner of Creative Couture. Thanks for your time, Chanel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, ladies, let's just start off by looking at this notion of beauty. Why is it that women struggle so much with this concept? And why do we feel the need to be validated as beautiful, Nziki? Well, we do come from a history um, that has taught us that black is not beautiful. We've been at the bottom of the food chain for centuries for the past 500 years black people have been taught that they're ugly they're not good enough they're the slaves they're the bottom caste basically so these are the effects of that brain damage that we are experiencing now and of course uh, whilst one can understand that but in terms of what is beautiful why would we then naturally um uh, basically veer towards being white uh, why not any other idea. hue we've been sold that idea i mean the media um everything around us when white people came to africa they uh, demonized everything that is african and everything that is us so we're still dealing with that and i think it's important that as as a african community actually start speaking honestly about that. I was touched by the speech by Lupita because it's the first time somebody's telling the truth, telling the truth about how ugly media and society has made me feel about my complexion. And that is all has to do with colonialism, basically. Mm. And then, um, uh, uh, Mandy, speaking to you as someone who actually owns a spa, you know, you, you deal with women who come in and, and, and who are grappling with issues of beauty. Do you find that women are asking more and more for treatments like bleaching? I'm opposed to bleaching. Totally. Um, what people don't understand is when bleaching your skin lighter a lighter skin ages faster than that of a darker skin so you might want to be lighter but do you want to look older because what you're doing in terms of your health risks is so dangerous when you are 50 you're going to look like you are 80 years old and a darker skin does not age as quickly as that Mm -hmm. of a lighter skin so hold on to your beauty but people are saying they're living in the here and now. They hear people talking about the yellow bones because everybody wants a yellow bone these days. So why not? If I can pay for it, why can't I go and have my skin bleached? Look after your skin. Get rid of the dark complexion that is induced by the damage that you have done to your skin. Don't get rid of your natural complexion. But is there anything wrong with that, Chanel? Do you think, I mean, we've come so far and uh, one of the things that women have uh, an option over is that choice to make, whether they want to uh, enhance themselves, their beauty in any way, shape or form. Surely that should be open to them. Is that a choice, really? If you've been taught for the past 500 years that you're ugly, is it a choice to want to look like something else? Well, some would say it is. Some women would say it's my choice. I feel this is my body. This is me. I can afford it. I want to look a certain way. If the media is telling you that looking white is beautiful, 
every day, all the time. You're telling me it's a choice that you're choosing that. Is it really a choice? It is. It is a choice. But we haven't been given all the options. It is a choice. We haven't been given all the options. We've only been given one definition of beauty, which is uh, geared towards the Western image. So why is it then, Ziki, that not everybody then subscribes to that? Because some people choose to remain natural. Some people choose not to go that route. It's a choice. Uh, Do you not think it's an issue that more than 50% of black women are gearing towards a choice that doesn't look like themselves? It is. It is. But I just want to bring Chanel in. I want to hear Chanel's views on this. Chanel? Well, I think women in general are under immense pressure to be better, be it skinnier, fairer, taller. You know, in general, I think women are generally obsessed with something that they admire, but they don't necessarily have. Um, Whether it's a longer hair or a slimmer figure, or in this case, fairer skin, it's something that they're always going to want because the media generally portrays a lighter skin as beauty. I mean, we still have that up to today. Mm-hmm. But 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 uh, shouldn't we be putting pressure then on the media, on society in general, to make sure that we are more representative of what we put out there mm-hmm. and, and, and what we expose women and men to mm-hmm. these days? Yes, absolutely. Education is so important, and I think that's where this is going wrong. Media is exploiting the lighter skin, that the thinner person, the longer-haired person. But the public, the consumer, have to be educated on the effects that is being is imposed, the health effects, mm. on one to be lighter, to be thinner. Education. Mm. And, and, and whilst that is very important, and I concur 100%, on the other extreme is this payoff that is there for people who do believe that they will be more successful if they are lighter skinned, that they do stand a greater chance of uh, landing a job if they are lighter mm-hmm. skinned, and, and, and then their the chances of actually, um, you know, snaring a partner are greater if they are lighter skinned. And is that not a How do you address that? <laughs> How do you address that? It sounds that? like a sickness to me, you know? For me, if we have been systematically programmed to hate ourselves for 500 years, the solution is to systematically program ourselves for 500 years to love ourselves. That for me is the logical solution. So we need more messages that push black beauty and what we represent. We're the majority Mm. on this land. We need to come to terms with that. So the magazine racks need to represent that. We need to show what black women actually look like, not what black women have been molded into. And the problem, I guess, uh, going uh, forward is the fact that even our role models, Mm. uh, the the, the role models, black Mm. role models that women and men look up to, Mm. they are falling prey to this. And and because, again, I think the affordability question is key. Because they can afford to do this, uh, they are going that way wholesale. Um, Some of those reported uh, to have done this, the likes of Beyonce, the likes of Rihanna, we know our children would Mm. die, you know, to emulate all of these stars and even locally there are people Kanye Mbao for example she's reported to have Mm -hmm. undergone this and all you need to do is look at before and after pictures Mm -hmm. of some of our personalities to know that something has happened here Mm -hmm. but I'm worried because we made such a big fuss about Michael Jackson and what happened to him. And, 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 and yet today we still don't seem to be gaining, um, you know, in terms of fighting this particular phenomenon because mm. people are still going the same route. Mm. I, you know, I, I just, it's sad. And everything is about sales. As much as I can sell mm. and as much as that I can get my brand out into the market. But the consumer has to start realizing the risks that they are putting themselves Mm. to the sun for example when you are a lighter skin what do you think you are doing not to the outer portion of your body but internally Mm. we are exposed to light every single 24 7 hour 24 days 24 hours of a day seven days a week Mm. what do you think that light is doing to that lighter skin it is damaging it Mm. but do we think do people not know this it's educated. I don't believe people understand what sunscreen is meant to do. They don't really understand when skin lightening and bleaching, mm. what it's actually doing. They've seen a magazine 
and they've seen this lighter person, it has been sold to them that I can get a better job. I can hook up with a partner. But they're not realizing the significant health risk that they are imposing on themselves. 5, 10, 15 years down the line, why have I got this disease? Well, what mm. did you do 20 years ago? Why my mom aged well? Mm. Okay, fine. Why do I look so old? Well, what did you mm. do 25 years ago? And it is dangerous. Live life in a way that expresses me as I was made. Yeah. Mm. And then, then I guess, you know, I, I'm sure this is what everybody is hoping for. But the reality is that people are going in their droves to have their skins bleached. They are buying products over the counter in order to ensure that they are lighter skinned. And why are they doing this? Knowing full well in many instances that there are severe health risks associated with this. Love to hear from you. What is your view? And it would be even greater if you are one of those people who have decided to go this route to bleach your skin or maybe you are using a product to actually uh, gain a, a little more uh, complexion so that you can be a yellow bone I'd love to hear from you and this is not something that's peculiar to women men are also very much in the fray here so I'd love to hear from the guys as well and by the way do you as a man prefer a yellow bone do are you more attracted to women when they are fairer does it really matter does beauty have a color in your estimation that's what we're talking about this morning on the forum at 8 0891 that's the number to dial tweet or facebook us at am live on safm or at sakina kamwendo and you can also send us an sms to 34701 Education is the key that can unlock a world of opportunity. Thanks to Total South Africa, I was able to achieve my dreams. And not only did I graduate as a qualified teacher, but I also got employed at Edwin Primary School. I am Simpure Zwane, and I energize the minds of young learners every day. With the Total Bursary Scheme, we empower selected children of Total Service Station employees through education. By taking care of expenses associated with furthering their studies, we make sure that they have everything they need so they can focus on what really matters, getting an education, so they too can energize their future communities. Total, the journey of transformation continues. Find out what they don't teach you in business school as SA's top business gurus use their experience to help 12 businesses around the country to think big. Watch a brand new show unfold with presenters Derek Thomas and Ubuntu Webster. You can watch the trials and tribulations unfold as the 12 business underdogs fight for the 1 million rand prize and the title of the Think Big Champion. So find all the right advice on Think Big every Thursday at 9.30. It's new and it's only on 3. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Does beauty have a color? That's what we're asking this morning on the forum at 8. Skin bleaching, skin lightening products. Why are people so attracted to this given that there are such severe consequences, health consequences that come with using or applying some of these products? Uh, just looking at Twitter before I go to the lines, uh, Lisecha says, I fully agree with you. It's a choice. Black consciousness is needed now more than ever. Mm. Sipo Pendu says, he-Man applied with glycerin was uh, the most popular skin lightening cream among our mothers in the 80s. Don't forget Umemezi. Uh, remember that? Mm. <laughs> that was back in the day. And uh, many others coming through as well. Um, uh, this one says, uh, when people call you a yellow bone, you should call them a black bone. It's invasive and it's shallow. It's and rude. yet, this is what we fall for nowadays. Love to hear your views on this. Let's speak to Funani in East London. Good morning. Morning. Thanks for being in the show. For the past few months, I thought I was blacklisted. Next <laughs> comes to the issue of choice. You know, I'm being serious because I've been struggling. I thought I was blacklisted somehow. No, I want you're to not. talk to, to, to the idea of a choice. One thing is correct. You know, the play consciousness is teaching us that there's been a process of reorientation of our people. Mm. People got oriented to the idea that if you are light-skinned, you are beautiful. So anything dark, anything black, anything bad, any, it, it became the same. So is when you say something is a choice, as Nsiki is saying, you have to choose between two things. When you, are, when you are oriented to a direction, 
you have no other choice. Mm. But so if the consciousness becomes an attitude of mind, so the opposite is also an attitude of mind. So the question is, why is it that other people would want to be light-skinned when others don't want to? It's still an issue of orientation. If you've been conscientized enough, you are taken away from that education that you, uh, you see media. Media is so powerful, it directs you to a particular direction. Mm. So you need that the likes of Fonseca, how many are they? And do they actually have a enough powerful voice to reorientate you? It's difficult. So you need mm. constant political conscientization, which mm. is not easy. So keep it up, Fonseca. Okay, thank you so much, Fanani. And uh, just looking at this here, Joseph Moyo says, education can only do so much in helping the gullible person. The rest has to come from that person, him or herself. And um, Jay Pronky says, black is beautiful, but I love my yellow bone wife. And uh, so it goes on. Let's go to uh, Tsepiso in Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you, Tsepiso? Great, thanks, and good morning to you, um, panel members as well. You know, Sakina, um, I'm just going to um, zoom into confidence and uh, inner beauty. The reason why we're having, because I just feel like I am actually agree with uh, Ms. Mazwai that it's a sickness, unfortunately, that is inculcated in a black child, a black girl mm-hmm. child, because, you know, most of the black children, I will, I will be specific, because this is the problem that we're experiencing as black girls and black young women, that if you are fair-skinned, you'll be accepted in the community. If you are skinny, if you are half-naked, because we see girls with mm-hmm. short skirts, and they don't even have self-respect. Mm-hmm. So if you are fair-skinned, and you are half naked in the community, you'll be accepted. Mm. And obviously, you you know, men will, will come your way. Like, I just want to set an example over the weekend. I was at, I'm actually from Orlando East. And I used a taxi. When I was in the taxi, when my sister is fair skinned, she, she's one of the yellow bones, as they say. And these guys were like, oh my God, you know, she's a yellow bone. But Lohamba Nai meaning I because I'm I'm darker. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, um the most wanted or maybe beautiful mm-hmm. girl. So I think it's all about self confidence and knowing who you are because beauty Oh, and we lost mm-hmm. uh Tsepiso there. Tsepiso? But what is inside is Beautiful. Mm. All right. Uh, that line, um, a signal breaking up there. Thank you so much, uh, Tsepiso. And of course, we want to hear from Diane and Santon as well. Good morning, Diane. Hi, um, uh, Zakina. This is such an interesting discussion and such a sad discussion. Mm. Um, I think that it's not only a matter of color. I think it's a matter of what the media holds up as a, a, a standard of beauty. And what the last caller said is very true, but very difficult to put into place. Um, there are girls starving themselves all over the world mm. to be thin, like in the magazines. Mm. And those photographs are not real. They've been photoshopped mm. and made into something that isn't true. And all the acne has been photoshopped out, mm. all the freckles have been removed. And there are lots and lots of white girls who have gone into these sun chambers and given themselves skin cancer and look really old and terrible. Mm. Because all of us are trying to live up to some international media standard of beauty yeah. and we all need to be proud of who we are whether we're mm-hmm. black white indian doesn't really matter it is the inner beauty but that's so difficult to inculcate in young girls and boys who look in the media and are held up these pictures of perfection which are actually not even true Absolutely. Thanks so much, uh, Diane. Thank you. And I couldn't agree more with Diane. Mm. But then it begs the question, what are we doing as parents uh, Mm. to try and inculcate, you know, a good sense of self Mm. in our children? Because if our children had a stronger sense of self and they were more, um, you know, happy with who they are at their very core, then surely they would not be as gullible uh, to what the media portrays as beautiful or otherwise. Exactly. Okay, uh, we'll take more calls uh, when we come back from this break. It's 8.30 and uh, we'll find uh, out from Vabakshni Chetty as well. Uh, we'll keep her here after her bully to find out exactly what her views are on this particular matter. Black and beautiful. Does beauty have a color? That's what we're asking this morning. 8.30, time for news headlines with Vabakshni Chetty.
Thank you, SK. Good morning. Police say one of the computers stolen from the head offices of Interpol in Pretoria belongs to an officer involved in George Lucas' extradition from Cyprus to South Africa. And here's a wrap of this morning's top stories. Power utility ESCOM says sporadic power outages are set to continue. The man that South Africa has extradited to Germany to face 37 counts of sexual abuse of children is also wanted for alleged illegal drug trafficking. NUMSA in the Western Cape says workers will meet in Belleville today. This after 26 companies in the province locked out its members from the workplace yesterday. And the military wing of Hamas has rejected a truce with Israel. That's how it's looking for now. I'll be back with a full news update at 9. Traffic on SAFM. Well, still a couple of real heavy spots around Pretoria this afternoon, this morning. One is the uh, crash scene on the N1 South at Linwood Road, still backing traffic from the N4 uh, Vidbank split, and a truck crash at Fountains Valley this morning. So, Euphius Road, very heavy from Roger Dyson into the valley area, and that's causing a really big uh, problem on the N14. The N14 queues from Jean Avenue up through Snake Valley towards that heavy traffic on Euphius Road. The problem is, can't come off the N14 and turn easily into Euphius. If you're uh, on the N1 trundling up through Midran, enjoying the, a reasonable flow uh, get to Brockfontein, go to Pretoria on the Polokwane split and take the R21 into Fountain Circle and avoid the uh, N14 this morning. Uh, Joburg's Mike 1 South, still slow between Buckley and Parktown, that's after a, a vehicle ran off the road and up the embankment earlier this morning around the Houghton Drive exit. Very heavy coming in through Bryanston, Homestead Avenue Peter Place onto William Nickel into Sandton will take what will seem forever this morning and uh, still probably around 30 minute delays uh, to get from North Riding towards the highway using Malabongwe, it's the uh, timing of the lights at uh, Mahogany that have been off all this week. Uh, Cross in Durban, couple of issues there. Stationary truck, big truck carrying a load of logs stuck in the right lane of all places, uh, opposite the NPC factory, so delays from the bluff exit heading towards the south coast. Uh, there's a crash on the M13, St John's Avenue Bridge with the M7, in fact is the bridge, so delays going into Pinetown uh, from New Germany and from Hunstetman Highway, and roadworks on Inunder Road causing problems as well. They'll continue for a while between Hillcrest and Waterfall. Uh, Cape Town this morning, been pretty busy on the highways, but no major obstructions. The M2 still under pressure from Boonga Avenue. The M1's clearing up after you get past the Belleville Snala and the M3 really from just the bottom of uh, Weinberg Hill up towards Hospital Bend, still slow. Lights back on, by the way, Kuberg and Racecourse. Rob Byrne, AM Live, Traffic Watch. 27 minutes before nine and time to uh, catch up with Rowena Bird to tell us what's coming up on Morning Talk. Rowena? Good morning, Sakina. Thank you very much. Coming up on Morning Talk today, we're going to have our open line between nine and ten this morning and that's when we talk about whatever the listener puts on the agenda. We do this every Wednesday between nine and ten and yet another Wednesday feature is workers uh, on Wednesday. Today the focus will be on allegations of corruption at the South African Municipal Workers Union. Are these allegations baseless as Union President Samuel Lopez says or is the credence to them. We'll talk about this just after the 10 o'clock news. We'll also have a conversation about what has been dubbed as South Africa's biggest land claim. This for land that was under control of the Zulus in 1838. More on that after the 10.30 news headlines. And in the final hour of today's show, we will discuss the award-winning documentary Plot for Peace. It tells an untold story about the end of apartheid and features people like Big Buddha, Winnie Madikizela Mandela, Matthews, Posa and many others. There's more on that after 11. And that's the show for today. Thank you, Sakina. Thank you so much, Rowena. 26 minutes before 9. You're listening to the Forum at 8. And I tell you what, we've opened a can of worms. And uh, so many people uh, holding on to try and uh, come in on this conversation. Let me just uh, reintroduce our guest uh, from this morning, Nsiki, Nsiki Mazwai, who is a musician and poet. Uh, we also have Mandy Gonzalez, who is the owner at Scar and Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. As well as on the line to us, uh, we have Chanel Thomas. And uh, she is the owner of Creative Couture. And I'm going to start with uh, Chanel to maybe just tell us because Chanel, it's getting so heated here in the Joburg studio. There are so many people that uh, we don't want to forget about you on the line. So um, you've heard what some of the listeners have had to say. What's your take? Well, look, um, I think it's important to educate the public that there are dangers involved in skin lightening, but at the same time, there are safe solutions available. You need to look for products that don't contain mercury or hydroquinone if you are going to bleach your skin. And, you know, just follow the safety guidelines that come with the products. I think taking that into consideration, um, 
we need to we need to remember that the internet has a lot of inconsistencies and there's myths about skin lighting products. But the best thing to do would consult an expert um, that will be able to advise you on the best way to go forward if you want to bleach your skin, you know. Um, you're shaking your head, Mandy. Um, totally. Um, you know what? The products and the ingredients go beyond hydroquinone and things like that. You look at Kulji Kasset. The amount of sensitivity to skin from Kulji Kasset is phenomenal. But what I don't hear you saying is how you protecting your skin in the sun. A normal sunscreen is not going to protect your skin. The damage that is induced because you are lightening the skin is your first pass of damage. The second pass of damage is going to be sun protection. People are not putting sunscreen on their faces because, oh, I'm not in the sun, I'm in the office. Sorry, lady, you are sitting there with UV rays coming down from the lights. So it goes beyond just hydroquinone. It goes beyond just what's on the product and how I'm supposed to use it. They're not telling you to use sunscreen. They're not telling you the type of sunscreen that you should be using. So your damage is long-term. It's happening every single day, 24 hours mm -hmm. of the day. Let me give uh, Chanel a chance to respond. Chanel? Yes, no, definitely, Mandy. You are correct. Uh, we always advise our clients that sunblock is fundamental. You have to have to use sunblock um, generally, just in general, if you're not bleaching your skin. I mean, the, the effects of the sun is extremely dangerous. And also we need to remember that besides all of these strong products on the market, there's also like natural remedies available, like turmeric, yogurt, you know, milk and honey that you can also opt for if you if you don't want to go for a harsher product. Nsiki? I do not believe in skin bleaching, so I just actually won't engage <laughs> this particular part of the conversation well our listeners do want to engage and before <laughs> i get to them let me just read a few tweets a few sms's and then i'll go to sam and emmanuel and everybody else holding on uh fanyana dimo for king says i'm turned on by entire body whiteness of my woman having a white face and a black body will turn me <laughs> off and, and and we've seen these things you know where someone just applies mm. whatever the product is to the face and then they lift their hands and you're like, oh, what happened? Because the hands are black. Mm -hmm. You know, these sort of things happen. And then uh, Herbert Mash says, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, the darker the flesh, the deeper the roots. And uh, Francis Idris says, um, with, uh, he sends an article that we should engage. Uh, we'll do that later on, Francis. Uh, Sipo Kosa, beauty comes from within. Lighter or darker, it really doesn't matter. And uh, this one here from uh, Rapabi says, it's about self-hate. Mm. Uh, that is why people do this. And Togozani Mkize says, only a few women do skin bleaching. It's a personal decision to bleach. Uh, who are we to tell a person not to bleach? And uh, Wendy James says, the problem is psychological uh, mm. because uh, Abantu never bleached as we do now, even in the deepest, darkest days mm. of slavery. And uh, this one says, I'm very attracted to dark-skinned women like uh, female Jamaican athletes with big curves, big breasts and big bums. Okay, we were on the skin. But uh, with that, uh, some of the SMSs coming through. Rose in Durban says it's ironic. Blacks want to be whiter and whites worship the sun in the hope that it will make them browner. And Lynn says, what about us whites spending hours laying in the sun tanning because brown was supposed to be beautiful? All we did was damage our skins. Uh, nothing wrong with uh, more wanting to be white, <laughs> says this unsigned SMS and Carl says black is beautiful but it seems blacks do not believe it. Mageba in Pretoria only white people are beautiful this is what we are expected to believe and Terence Brink and Kimberly says skin bleach causes cancer and also has serious skin side effects. Another unsigned SMS here says do all white women look alike? Which ones do black women want to look like? What about white women who want tan skins? And Vusi says I'm so amused Everything seems to be the fault of apartheid. And Ben and Jeffrey's Bay says, what about hair, nose, uh, lips, uh, eyes? Are you blaming colonialism for that too? And Pat in KZN says, black and beautiful start with the letters B, so it speaks for itself. Uh, Joe in Durban, the solution would be to close down all fake hair shops, all such chemicals, etc., because their foundation is that of degrading blacks. And uh, another one here, I think 
think we'll come to a bit later on. But let's get back to the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Sam in East London, thanks for holding. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, um, I, I just want to say, as a white man, that I think black is beautiful. I think that that very dark skin color. There's nothing more beautiful than seeing somebody with that dark skin color. But the problem is much deeper than that. Mm. And I think, all, I think all women suffer from it. They all want to look different. They're all not happy with how they look, not all of them, but a large number of them. And, and I think we just got to get back to the idea that we are beautiful, that the beauty comes from inside us, and that we have to access that and not believe what the media tells us or anybody else, because we are beautiful. Every one of us is a child of God, and we're all beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, Sam. And uh, it just takes me back to what Lupita was saying, and I was saying um, offline uh, to the ladies in studio, that all of us can at some level relate to what Lupita was saying. Um, And again, of course, I'm generalizing, but I do think, um, you know, let me speak for myself rather, as a black woman, Mm. I can relate to that Mm. at some point. I wanted to be white. I wanted to have the blue eyes because mm. that was my idea, the ideal of what beauty is. Mm. And, and, and therefore, on some level, I can understand why some people are still grappling with it and even going to extremes in order to try and achieve that which they deem to be beautiful. I haven't forgotten about you, V. When we come back, I'm going to ask you about your views on this. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Does beauty have a color? That's what we're asking on the forum at 8 this morning. And, of course, lots of calls to get through. And our guests as well are weighing in on this discussion. For Bakshni Chetty, I asked you to stay behind after your bulletin to tell us what your views are on this. You know, I think it's interesting. We're discussing it in the studio, and it's something that goes across all races. Growing up Indian, also, we experience the same sort of thing. If you are lighter-skinned in the Indian community, you're deemed mm. to be more beautiful. You get comments Growing up, and I was telling Sakina this yesterday, uh, things like people say, you're dark, but you have great features, <laughs> you know. Oh, for a dark-skinned girl, you're really beautiful. Yeah. And that is so wrong. Mm. Mm. And, 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 and why? Why, though, do we still, you know gravitate towards these sort of um, notions but 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 I think more importantly for me is this thing that we need to be validated that is what I struggle with most because I think that is the quickest way for us to fall off the bandwagon the fact that we need to be validated by another human being the fact that we want to be told by someone else that we are beautiful and we see a lot of that especially now with social media where people put up a picture just so people can say how beautiful you mm. look and, and, and imagine you know, again, that also reinforces this notion of what beauty is supposed to be. But uh, let's go back to the calls and then I'll come back to the rest of the panel. Um, KGM in Cape Town. Good morning. Okay, we don't have KGM. We'll try and get them back. Uh, we have someone else on the line. Um, Ramadungwane Tabane. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well and you? I'm grand. Uh, the Dagny speaks of, of Indians as well trying to be like asking. You must look at Bollywood and you would see where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. You must remember that you come from a place where it is said that black is dangerous. So we don't, mm-hmm. let's not run away from that. Look, this thing, uh, it starts from the beginning. And a child from three years old, that's when we, as psychologists, we speak about identity formation, identity confusion. And if, you look at the three-year-old, that's when they start to say, I want to do that, I want to look like that. Mm-hmm. Now, a child growing up from a family where a mother is conscious as well in terms of how she looks uh, 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 will influence how the child starts to see mm-hmm. beauty. Mm-hmm. You, uh, they are exposed to television. We're talking here about issues where self-concept, self-image and self-esteem begins, where now it should be, it should be nurtured. You go back to 1959, where there's a case of Brown versus the Department of Education in the United States, where a psychologist actually did a, a research. You take a black doll and you take a white doll. You say to a daughter or a child, which doll is beautiful and which one do you want? Which one will they go to? Mm-hmm. Child's growing up from a mother who's saying that um, this is beautiful. They're seeing this, the images on television, this is acceptable and beautiful. So it, it goes as far as that three-year-old identity formation and, and identity confusion. So we, we as parents, we need to be very conscious. Uh, and Sukumaza is quite correct. 
we need to be very conscious of what is it that we are uh, 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 um, indirectly teaching our children as well. Media is to blame, I agree, but us parents as well, our own aspirations, mm. our own needs. What do you think has happened to a child who sees his mother and his father always trying to be light? Mm. And you expect this child to say, I embrace my blackness. Mm. Mm. And then, of course, uh, you know, some parents will even tell the children not to play in the sun, not because they are scared of the effects of the UV rays, but because the child is so going to go, go, go black. Go black. And exactly. exactly. So you have all these weird and wonderful things going on. Um, uh, I think, um, Ramadungwana, you stay on the line. I want to take a few more calls. Let's speak to um, Morris in Mahikeng. Good morning. Good morning, madam. Welcome. Yes, I'm Mauricio, my name, okay. I just want to, my comment is that I don't know what makes our African ladies to want to be looks like European ladies. Because God created you with for us, African men, and we love you like that. Without <laughs> extending your hair, put your wigs and pawns and all those things. I mean, those things just unnecessary. We love you as God created you for us. Yeah. So, so why is You are it beautiful. Then? Any type of a lady in Africa, we love you like that. We African men, we are satisfied with the way you are. Thank Don't do any extra thing. You are in. You are just like that for us. Is enough. We lucky. Okay, Thanks. thank you, Morris, and, and and that's Morris. But I tell you, the reality is very different. Look at okay. who men go after. They go after the girls with the weaves. They go after the girls in the lighter skins, and and, and there's a pressure that comes with that. But what's that saying about our black men? Do they aspire to date white women? Uh, I think so. <laughs> and I'm not a black man. So maybe, maybe the black men can tell us. Let's hear from KGM in Cape Town. Maybe he can tell us. KGM? <laughs> Good morning, Fatima. Welcome. Good morning to your guest. Look, no, we don't, we don't aspire to, to, we, we, I mean, the ones who will, will believe and agree with what I say. I don't aspire to, to date a, a white woman, uh, on the basis of her color or her skin. Um, here's the flip side of the coin, Sakina and your guest. Um, we need to look into the commercialization, which is mainly for me the reason why you must remember this, this thing doesn't start now. This thing has been orchestrated many, many years ago. Mm. Uh, if I had time, I was going to expantiate on this because, Sakina, this is one of the, the, the research we conducted. We, we have done Cape to Cairo four times, a trip by car, not, not flying, uh, where we traveled throughout the continent. And, and this was one of the, the research we were focusing on to establish why are Africans not proud about being Africans? Mm. And I can tell you, the, 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 there's proof to the effect that uh, the West, commercial West, send a few white, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not being racial when I say this, they send a few white males to come and contaminate mm. uh, the, the, the African identity. Mm. The easiest way for them to do that was not, the, the war, the fights were not killing enough. So the only way of diminishing and demolishing the African identity was by diluting the, the African identity through women. If you cannot have access to a man via the children, you can do that via a woman. Our women are doing what they do best right now to be commercially acceptable. It's, it's not about our culture. It's not about the Africanness and everything else. It's about the education that dates back centuries. So it's it, it, as much as we're saying all these other solutions we're talking about, those are a tip of an iceberg. Mm. We need to look at the root cause of it and okay. start from there, Sakina. Thank you so much, uh, KGM. Ruben in Midrand, good morning. Yeah, good morning. The problem with we Africans is that this problem didn't begin now. This problem is uh, a problem that started with our indigenous um, uh, fathers. This problem, we have so much oppressed about the system. This is a global phenomenon system that which is taking away our pride and our dignity. As Africans, we are so beautiful and our skin is very strong than other race that was supposed to be what we are and promote what we are. But the problem is with the global phenomenon is that the system of the globe is run and commercialized by media. Media runs it and then makes us to look so oppressed, makes us to look so 
um, not looking not good to, to the public, makes us not to be appreciable, makes us to feel that we don't deserve to be in the global sentiments if we are not a colored skin. We are not born of that nature. Also, we are indigenous Africans that we need to be proud of, but that problem will only come if we want to compete with the global sentiment in terms of media and professionalism. We need to first begin that charity here in Africa, that we need to have our own commercial that we promote our own um, if it's Vaseline or whatever that thing we're going to put in our skin with a picture of a black woman on it because of whatever we're using now you look at the other race in the pictures of those magazines in the front picture of that magazine concerts and everything black person is being operated since many 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 years ago and then it's going to be very 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 difficult for us to accept who we are it's going to be very difficult for us to understand who we are because of the media mm. and then the television media television doesn't recognize an african person and then make uh, to make an african person to become the forehead or the uh, first, uh, picture of the magazine that right. is sold globally Thank you so much, Ruben. Let me read some of the messages before I get my panel to wrap up. Uh, time really does fly when you're having fun. Um, this one here from, um, uh, I'll come to the name, uh, from B, says, In 1969, I was horrified when my maid told me she washed her son in bleach. I am Irish, 70 with tons of freckles, and it's never been a problem for me. And uh, this one says, uh, There's only one kind of inner beauty, but many, many kinds of outer beauty, which comes in many different different shapes, shades and sizes. And Hannah says, uh, songs of songs in the Bible, Solomon fell in love with a dark-skinned woman and he loved her beauty. Over 2,000 years ago that was, and God is wonderful in all of his creation. Robert and Vidbang says, beauty doesn't have color and African women do not like being African. Look at their long fake hair. ANC Women's League must stop insulting whites because they want to be like them. That's mm. Robert in Vidbang. <laughs> Let me read some of, <laughs> the, <laughs> some of the tweets here. Uh, Veronica Nyati says, As long as we wash our white clothes first and the dark ones after, being white will remain a dream to others. And uh, this one here from Rendani. Rendani says, uh, People are made to describe beauty based on what the media evangelizes and that that's the reason for artificial beauty that we live with today. Now, let me start with Chanel as we wrap up. Chanel? Yes. Um, look, I don't think it's a problem that's going to go away tomorrow. It's As everybody has said, it's been around for generations. I think it's a personal choice whether you choose to lighten your skin or you don't. I think um, the only thing that we can advise everybody out there listening to do is if you are going to you know go into lightning um, you need to know the risks involved and you need to take precautions you also need to know that misuse or overuse of the products can definitely be detrimental to you uh, but that being said you need to you need to be you need to be cautious when using a skin lightening product um, the product is out there for you it's your choice. It's your personal choice whether you want to use it or not. Okay. And uh, before I come back to the rest of the ladies, let me just try and squeeze in a few more um, SMSs coming through. This one here from Teros uh, in... Um Cape Town says it's all about self-hate and people describing beauty in line with European standards people are undermining God's intelligence. Uh, Drina in Faramir Garden says you don't have to be fair-skinned to be beautiful or to be loved. Um, this one says our skin and color is so precious. Let's teach our children to believe in themselves adverts are blamed too this is from Black Beauty and an unsigned SMS here uh, those twins, the Croc brothers who grew up on the East Rand, made millions by burning black skins mm. with the rubbish, uh, Super Rose, Ambi, etc., etc. And this one says, hello, I love girls with bigger hips and don't get angry fast and black. So I'm not quite sure what that one's supposed to mean. And uh, why don't you talk about false hair? Well, that's a discussion for another day. But today we are focusing on the issue of bleaching. And um, uh, let's hear from uh, Mandy. Um, if I can just ask the public to embrace your inner beauty and to stop trying to create yourself into an image others want you to be. Stop the bleaching. Enjoy your skin tone. That's how God created you. And in thinking? 
Um, I'd like to challenge this notion where we keep comparing skin bleaching to um, tanning. It's not the same because there is no economic value attached to tanning, whereas bleaching your skin and looking lighter and looking white, there has been some kind of economic value attached to it. So I'd like to challenge the black community to consider that and what it's actually about. And of course, uh, we ask uh, Ramadungwana to hold on. Uh, your final word on this? Well, in the case of well, the parents who should, who should instill in their children self-identity and to be strong and to believe in themselves and to be happy with who they are. Absolutely. And I, I think there's just uh, so much more coming through, uh, you know, people wanting to weigh in on this. Uh, Corsi says, uh, spoke of a mental revolution. Uh, the Africans, they are confused. They have an identity uh, crisis. Mm. African women have the most beautiful features in the world. Why or oh, why do they wear those long wigs and lighten the bodies and faces with harmful products? Mm. Helena says, greetings. Black is beautiful. Uh, full the, uh, the, the Koch brothers and rich themselves by availing skin lightness made of poisonous uh, ingredients all should be taken off the shelves JD says light skin people don't like their complexion either that's why they do everything to get a tan which also damages their skin and anonymous says I'm attracted uh, to a darker skinned lady rather than a lighter skinned one and and, and I think um, what needs to happen is that People actually need to just be patient. Wait for that guy who's going to love the dark-skinned girl uh, rather than going out and making these drastic changes to fit into a be mold. That, 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 and, and, and it's unsustainable anyway, yes. as it were. So, you know, it, it's just difficult from that kind of perspective. Well, um, of course, the conversation rages on on uh, all these social media platforms. Uh, thank you so much uh, to our guests this morning, and Siki Mazwai, uh, also Mandy Gonzalez as well as Chanel Thomas and uh, obviously to the production team who made sure it all went out loud and clear this morning Marumo uh, Kekana uh, and uh, sitting there on uh, the production team uh, from uh, yesterday and uh, we have Miriam Moate Misho Shandale, Nswaki Ku James Mukoma and uh, Sisanda Jonas, our senior producers Chilizi Chivase and Lungile Mabaso, forum producer Ronald Piri, technical producer um, we have the president sitting in uh, today and our specialist producer Vudzi Lukoto and executive producers Busi Chane and Aubrey Sachier. And that is how we come to the end of today's show. As I say, we'll continue this conversation on other platforms to bleach or not to bleach. Does beauty have a color? And all I can say is to parents, we have lots of work to do with our children.